Hey, hey, hey. You are listening still. Still. Still listening to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. We're still here, just a little injured. I am your host, Caleb James. With me today, Spencer, the Serengeti Squirrel Sniffer Church. They smell so nice. Are there squirrels in the Serengeti? Where exactly is the Serengeti? It's a desert. Yeah, it's hot, right? Hot. I don't think there's too many squirrels in the hot desert. If you are reading the title of this episode, or more specifically, if you kept up with the DPW news over the last week, you are aware that we had a catastrophe. Spencer here has only got the bare bones of the situation. Yeah, so yeah. Evan, I don't even know the full deets yet. I will. Fi- I figured I will explain everything to everybody because you know, once. um, it is bullshit, and we had to shut down the DPW website. Uh, we didn't have to, actually, but I just felt it was a good idea. And first and foremost, I'd like to just say I'm kind of humbled by the outpouring of comments, messages, DMs, emails, like everything I got regarding like the shutdown. Everyone was like pretty bummed. I I just know from the because um, I just shared the um, like the, 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 the Facebook the post. posts and stuff like that. And just from the like. A little bit like, you know, that was still like the most like thing that I've had, like I've gotten in like the few weeks, you know, yeah. than like, you know, of, you know, people have actually reacting to something that I post. Yeah. A lot of people are bummed and only actually a few people asked me directly what happened. More of them were just like kind of bummed that, well, one, we had to cancel our Halloween submission, which period, is always, which is always like a big thing, which not, us. I don't, not only accepted a bunch of stuff, but I was already working on them mm-hmm. and putting them on the site. And again, I didn't actually have to shut everything down, but I will explain what happened, and then maybe people have a better understanding yeah. uh, from our our perspective. Because everyone knows, like we're non-commercial, we're non-profit. We've always just, like a lot of people said, you know, the things we've done for the writing community, buying people's indie books, just promoting them. You know, it really got me. Uh, I had a lot of messages from the authors who have been published on the site. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. oh, people are just going to be like, oh, well, what about my stories that were on there? Yeah. No, instead they were like, hey, you were like one of the first, if not the first place that published us. And that opened the door and I got published in a bunch of different oh, that's other pretty, things. That's pretty cool. I've had a, quite a few people tell me that uh, we were one of the first places they've been published. And that just having that on their resume that they've been published somewhere made it so they were able to get published through other pub Because that's usually what it is. It's like once you have a couple it's easier to get published in magazines and stuff. So it was like, that was kind of our goal to begin with when we started having feature writers was just to get like, you know, we always said we don't pay, but the story is yours. Like whatever we publish from you, like you submit something, the rights are yours. You can message us anytime to take it down. If you want to submit it somewhere else, we're fine with that. And even though we don't pay, it's like, we just want the spotlight on you. It's not about us. So that's what we always did. And people really seem to gravitate towards that because most places don't do that. Like they don't, it's all about making money. Yeah, it's, there's normally some kind of fee or something like that uh, that comes along with it. Yeah, and since we started this, it, it's always just been like we spend money and that's it. <laughs> we didn't yeah. make any money. Uh, with yeah, the, 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 the worst you could say that it, we would get people is that it would help with uh, contacts and, and views and stuff for the website. But honestly, it's not like... It we didn't really the, care about that, though. And it's not like it got to the point of like we would ever made any money off of that. You know what I mean? I mean, the only benefit we really got, like personal benefit, monetary-wise, from this is up until the pandemic, we always got to do press gigs for conventions. Yeah. We were still technically working them, but we did get in for free, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, that's the most we ever got out of this. Yeah. So the reason why I shut down the site, 
I received a copyright infringement notice from, it's like a copyright law firm. I think it's based in California. And it was for a photographer. It's like in 2017, one of our first articles or something was about bookstores. Mm Mm-hmm. And we had a post about, like, I don't know, it was like the top something coolest bookstores. I don't know. Like, back then, we were just kind of figuring out, like, what to do and how to get views. Like, we didn't really pay too much attention to that. Like, I, I don't even know how many views that article got, honestly. I didn't look. I just deleted it. But one of the pictures was a picture of one of, like, it was like a popular bookstore. It was the inside of it. And it was mainly just a picture of, like, a doorway with books. And... To find the origin of this picture actually took a lot of work. And I couldn't, like, when I looked up the picture, because you could just do the Google lens and it'll show you on Google, like, where it's at. Mm-hmm. And it was just a shitload of, like, travel blogs, websites, articles, just different things. It's kind of yeah. similar to what our article was with that picture on it. Yeah, because, like, we were, that was uh, always one of our things when it came to, like, images and stuff. We were always trying to look for things that were, like... Had licensing for free. Yeah, like, you know, free use and, and stuff like that. That's, like, why whenever you first told me this, I was like, like what? what? Yeah, like, what? Like- well, when I've... Well, before I even get into when I actually found the origin of the picture, I looked on a lot of these websites and blogs and things, and I was just trying to find, like, well, who the who's the photographer this? Because I didn't know. Maybe it was just a scam thing, like yeah. a very well-done scam. Uh, but they had, the photographer actually had, like, the digital signature, which is usually one of the main things, like, oh, this is legit. Yeah. So I was looking for some kind of credit, like somebody credited the photographer, they had a license, anything on any of these sites. I didn't find one single instance of anybody saying, you know, who the photographer of this picture was. Everybody just used it. So I was like, hmm. And the main thing, I found it a bunch of times on Pinterest. So I'm thinking that's probably how we ended up acquiring this somehow was uh, it was like just a, a random, you know, like Pinterest picture or something. We just ended up using it or something. I did finally find the original source because the first thing I did was look up the photographer and really nothing came up for this photographer. So I don't know how professional they are. Um, And they're based in like uh, Europe somewhere. I'm not going to give any specifics, but I could not find the photographer for a while. And then I found a random Flickr account with that picture on it. And I looked and it was the photographers there. It was their Flickr account. And it was set up where it was a lot of generic pictures that he had taken of popular tourist destinations and it was almost set up just like i don't know like like how you'd have your pictures on facebook right just like a bunch of random pictures profile thing or whatever it was or at least for that picture it specifically says do not use Mm. on no on websites blogs just the whole gamut i was like that's a strange thing just uh because it didn't say about permission and like just said does not license this out you can't use it and then I looked on the Flickr thing to make sure there was like a legit copyright thing through them and that you do get it through there. So I think, and this is just my theory here, uh, I think what this person has done is they take these kind of generic pictures mm-hmm. of popular tourist destinations, especially ones that will show up on travel blogs and whatnot. And then, and maybe that wasn't the goal at the time, but you know, this is like what, five, six years later yeah, right. or so. Now, which is another thing that kind of burns the bonnet. Yeah, it's like such one of the fucking oldest things that everything we've ever published, like something so old um, and so random because it wasn't even like that. Because I was looking at the picture, it was like slightly blurry. It wasn't like an amazing picture, yeah. you know? That's another reason we probably used it. It was just like, oh, just like a random picture. And oh, by the way, I looked on the official bookstore's website, it's a very famous bookstore, and 
that picture, which if you look on one of the images was on like the Google search, I could not find it anywhere on there. So uh, it was clearly removed from there. And I'm thinking for maybe the same reason. What it seems this person has done, I think, is probably under different a different name or multiple accounts, probably uploaded that picture to like Pinterest or different mm. places. So it would get in the algorithm. So when you looked up that bookstore, that picture, which, and I'm sure up. I didn't look for their other, cause they had a bunch of, like I said, a bunch of generic tourist pictures. So I would imagine they would show up on other ones. Cause if you're not licensing the pictures out, why would you care about copyright? Mm. I think what their, their, their grift was here. Uh, cause I didn't know this was a thing, but they're like the uh, company that contacted me, they have like these copyright law firms, where they're, you send them like, hey, can you find, you pay them, and they'd be like, hey, find instances of this picture online and then get them for copyright. Mm. So I think that's how they're making their money is they have this law firm thing. Send, you know, scour the internet for these pictures. I, and like I said, I don't know if they've done this for other ones, but I'm sure they have. And then once they find the pictures, you know, find which ones or at least get them some money and then go after those people. So, like, for, I mean, it was, like, what, 400-something bucks that we could settle. Uh, I From my research, it's, like, it's kind of a, a gamble where it's, like, if you just don't do the settle, because most of the time, if somebody has a copyright infringement like that, especially from a non-commercial use thing or educational use, uh, which we could fight to say it was an educational article because it was just, like, talking all about the yeah. bookstores and stuff, uh, what you could do is you could just be, like, hey, because most sometimes they just tell you to remove it. That's why I think this might be like a grift. It's like, why yeah. did you just tell us to remove it? You know, we didn't make any money off of this work. So you could remove it and, you know, do all that stuff. And that's the first thing I did. I just deleted the picture and then I deleted the, the whole article. Because I didn't give a fuck about mm. the article anyway. So what the, the, these companies do, though, is like, they just want to get any money. But if we took the gamble and be like, hey, we just removed it and we're not paying the money, they could either back down or they could be like, well... If you're not going to do that, we're going to sue you for $130,000 yeah. or something. It's like, is it really worth the risk for that fucking shitty picture or have to go to court? Or at the very least, we would have to hire a copyright lawyer. Right. And it'd just be like, well, that'd be more than what we have to fucking pay out. So that's why I made the decision. I'm just going to scrub the site of all media because, like you said, well, we normally use free pictures. I use, uh, like, anytime we have posts, it's either the free pictures provided by WordPress which there's a lot of those, or pictures that have come from, like, a free-to-license websites where yeah. you just download it off the website if you're, you know, a member or whatever. Uh, but there's a couple of those we've used throughout the years, and those are all fine. But we had, a, like, a lot of book reviews, for instance, mm -hmm. where we have book covers that uh -huh. just come from, like, Amazon or something. And even though we have a link to the Amazon where you could buy that book and it's a favorable review and everything like that, it's like, well... They could still technically, like, we didn't ask permission to use that book cover mm -hmm. for the article. And then, granted, I've seen these on all kinds of websites, but it's like, I, do we want to take that risk now? That was like my, whenever I was, like, reviewing comics. And we well, that's were, what I say, comic yeah. art. Yeah. That's another thing, even though you're promoting well, the comics. Well, what about that fucking shitty article of all the strong superheroes that we just took images offline? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And like that was probably one of our most viewed things for like the longest time. Well, granted, I think a lot of those images were public domain, but it's hard to say. Right. Like without just going back and looking. And I just figured it'd be a lot easier just to scrub it all and start over. And before I get into like the future of DPW and all that stuff, I was just like, it just really burns my ass. It's like something so stupid. But I'm think I just keep thinking it's like, well, if this is a grift this one person came upon, like, oh, I can get 
you know, cheap money, because I don't know how much they have to pay a month for, technically what would be probably a subscription through that, you know, corporation or whatever. And I did look recently, like, uh, I think it was either earlier today or last night, I looked up that picture again just to see how many posts were on there, and I noticed a lot of them have gone down. So mm -hmm. this person probably waited for a while and then just, you know, shot them all out to either get money off of these people or get them shut down. But like, like I said, the bookstore website, which might have been where we got it too, if it wasn't Pinterest, obviously didn't have the uh, the photographer credited because it's off of there. They probably got a good chunk mm -hmm. of change from them, I'd imagine. Because most people, they just settle because, uh, honestly, the normal settlement for these kind of things would be like 750 bucks would be the low end. Yeah. So we didn't even have that, but it's just like fucking bullshit, you know? And especially like whenever you like... Obviously, you didn't give a shit about the picture because if it was, like, never credited on any, like, you know what I mean? What's what I'm saying? Like, they didn't license this picture out, and they were basically just using it as almost, uh, not even a portfolio, just like, hey, here's travel pictures. Um, like, there was no, I could, like I said, I could not find if this photographer had any official website, any other, anything else. Uh, the only thing I found was there was a website that sold... Again, kind of generic photos, but not like that. They were like, like, like like a car or something, like almost like a commercial kind of photo that had attributed. Well, the name that the photographer's name came up for, it, but I I couldn't find a profile on there for the photographer, so I'm not sure. And they were all sold for like three bucks or something. Mm. They're like posters or something. Like regardless, it's 100 percent legal for this person to do this. And even though we think you know it's a pretty shitty thing. It almost comes down as like if somebody used your art that you and not know they didn't make money off it, they weren't making prints at a comic con or yeah. anything. It's like you just be like, Hey, can you take that down? And that'd be the end of it, right? That would give her like give me credit, like, you know, like yeah. hey, pictures like in the bottom of a lot of pictures by Because that picture so -so. came up so many times in like top bookstores and top this and top travel places or where to go when you're in this city. Like that picture kept popping up. So a lot of people use this. And I'm well, sure those. Uh, and I wonder how many people took a picture that is very similar to that picture. It's very possible. Well, when I looked up, because in the Google Lens, not only does it show you the instances of that picture, but things that are look like it, and a lot of ones that do. Like, oh, somebody took one from a slightly different yeah. angle. It's like it's not like it was an original picture that was really cool, well, but they because they put it on Flickr, they have a copyright. Well, even if you just take the picture, you have a copyright. It's yours, but. But I remember when you were first telling me about this, the one of the first things that was popping in my head was like a few years ago when I was listening to a Rogan, Joe Rogan podcast, and they were talking about like because I don't know if it's if if it's something that occurs now as often, but there for a while there was a lot of people getting striked for like copyright tra traits on like their podcast or or just like um or for their YouTube videos. YouTube and, is a big one, yeah, and stuff like that. And, like, that immediately was, like, the first thing that popped in my head is just, like, this person took, like, not a great photo and is just trying to get money from weasel it. their way into trying to like get I as said, much money. I said it's a money. good grift if you know how to I do mean, it. I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah. This is another thing that like, confuses a little, we'll digress here a little bit, like we always do. After I looked, because I was looking at all kinds of copyright right laws and stuff, because I knew, like, always, like, the basics and what kind of what fair use falls under, but I was like, we just normally, like, just use free shit that has yeah. licenses and you don't have that problem. But one, I didn't know that, say you had, if you had a meme that had that photographer's photo and you shared it on social media, like on Facebook, you just yeah. shared a meme and somebody claims they own that, technically they could get you for copyright. Like how many memes and shit do you see just shared yeah. constantly on social media? Like if somebody actually wanted to go through and do that, they could, like if a rich, because you probably have to have some good lawyer money for, for, 
you know, to go through that. But again, how much money you can actually get if you're going after people on Facebook or right. Twitter or just sharing memes? Like I said, most of the time, like 99% of the time, if somebody was really like, hey, you use my photo and I, without credit, like either give me credit or take it down. Yeah. Now, it would be different if this was like, not, I don't even want to say like a known photographer, but like a really professional photographer. That's their, you, clearly they're making their living yeah. taking that picture and making album covers or whatever they're doing, and you use that art. But if it's essentially somebody's fucking scrapbook picture you're right, using, yeah. it's like, like, that'd be like somebody went to my Facebook and when I went to Maine, okay, I took a picture of the big lumberjack. Mm hmm. You know, that that was an it. That was in the movie It. That was, you know, it's a famous landmark. But, like, somebody used my picture in an article about Maine or something. Or, like, oh, top ten travel sites. And then, like, number five was Lumberjack in Maine. And somebody used my picture. Even if they made money off of that, I probably personally wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. I'd just be like, hey, you know, credit me. I probably think it was weird they took it off my Instagram or Facebook yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like, you couldn't get a better picture of this somewhere Yeah, else, but, like, like just the fact that it would be up there, I'd be like, oh, whatever. But, you know, like, people feel different about ownership. I don't know. I think in Europe, like, the copyrights are way stricter anyway, so I don't know how they feel about it. But it's like, whatever, I'll just wash my hands with it. And I had a few people, I'm sure, think, like, well, it seems like a pretty big overreaction to shut down the whole site. But the, the simple answer is, after you scrub all the media and there's no pictures, the site looks like shit. Yeah. Uh, even if I build up the site with, like, the pictures and stuff... Uh, I mean, like, just like the, you know, like our logo and stuff, like bring that stuff back just to make the website okay. All the posts, none of them have pictures anymore. Right. They just have these blank spaces in them and they don't have fucking headline pictures. And I was just, that's what I was doing when you came over was, uh, and even though I hated to do it, I deleted all the feature writer stuff. Uh -huh. So past submissions, everything like that, I had to delete that. I'm contemplating whether I should delete all the, like the, D, just the DPW podcast off of there because... It's it's literally impossible for me to go back and incorporate, like you know, add free pictures <laughs> yeah. back to every post, even if it was just the featured image, not even the in the post itself, just a featured image. Put it this way: the DPW podcast alone, I think, was like two hundred and sixty something posts, something like that. Yeah. So that would just be two hundred and sixty four pictures I would have to get just for the featured image for the podcast. You know, that doesn't go into our stories and each of our stuff. So, I I deleted the feature writers because like, I was just never going to get to that. I deleted all the things that, all the reviews. Every review that would have, and I, I did, I backed up all the stuff though. So, I exported yeah, we, the whole yeah. website. So, if we ever really, like, oh shit, I actually really needed that article for some reason. I could bring it back. I could bring everything back. So, it's not like it's lost permanently. The pictures are though because I, I did that act because I don't want anything to do with fucking right. pictures now. Just scrub it. Paranoid, I don't like it. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, because it only takes one person to be like, oh, wait, this person, they had their picture on their website, and they got, like, almost 500 bucks off of them. Yeah. My picture's on there, too. What can I get off of them? Right. And it's not like we're an actual big company by any means. Yeah. Like, we're not a fucking company. Like, like, we don't even have ads. Yeah, we don't have ads. We're non-profit. Like, I'm sure this person saw it. was, oh, drunken pen writing. Because they sent us a screenshot of the picture on the site and also of our privacy policy. So they must have thought, oh, that means, like, a big magazine or something, like a fucking New York Times or something. Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to get some kind of money. I was like, god damn it. And I was like, well, fuck it. I just, I just scrubbed the site. I, I, I've really been toying around with what to do with it now. So as I have it now, it's just pretty much me, you, and Ashley's stories. Yeah. 
and our you know some of our articles that uh, I liked and stuff like in the podcast stuff so far. So that's all we have on the site. Like I said, I can't just go back and put f- pictures. And if we're honest with ourselves, since the pandemic, we've mainly just been using the site for storage yeah. and then like the Halloween stuff or featured stuff. Like we've barely been contributing ourselves mm-hmm. other than the podcast. Well, because we've been focusing on other yeah. like it's not it it's not to say that we've outgrown the website because I feel like kind of will always still need some kind of website in some form, right? Because it just feels like we're not like having it for like like for the episodes. It's just like you know. Well, the real kick in the nuts, by the way, was this ha- happened right when we're hitting our anniversary. Uh, if just would have did this, like, you know, at the end of last month, we wouldn't have had to pay the subscription right. for another year. It's like, oh, I can't even delete the fucking thing because now I have a whole year's subscription. You can't get a refund. You only no. get a refund up to, like, seven days after you pay for it. It's like, God damn it. What I proposed to you was, at first, until I realized what an undertaking this would be, would be to just restart the site fresh, which I still could do, but I, I have to look up some import stuff to see how it worked. And then just, like reintroduce our stories and po- you know our things we do and just publish everything again throughout you know the upcoming years and i'm just like i don't know if i want to do that now uh because that'd be really hard and maybe it would be best if we took our stories that are on there since they're no longer on the internet technically actually the site's just private now so they are there but oh. nobody can find them or read them uh and maybe just start trying to like submit to other magazines maybe, and stuff uh, and try to use some of those stories and the ones we're not using for the anthology. Because now I'm thinking maybe the anthology will just be the DPW's last hurrah. Right. Uh I'll do a nice introduction, like what was once was and like the drunk we all became or whatever. Like it just you know, it's gone. Uh we had a good run. <laughs> it was like six, seven years. That was yeah. a good run, I think. Especially for something we didn't we were just kinda like didn't know what we were doing at all at the beginning. Which also kind of goes with the fucking stupid picture thing because it's like you have an unlicensed picture because back then we, I was coming off of doing a lot of freelance work where the websites all just told me to take any picture. Yeah. They didn't care about licensing at all. At least I cared about licensing. I just like, I, I thought that was a fair use picture because it looked like it came from some kind of fair use like government site or something. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Like I wonder how long they had to fucking go sc- scrolling through the fucking website just to find that thing. Uh, I don't know. That one was shared a lot at the beginning, so maybe it, it popped up somewhere, but I, I don't fucking know. So the future of the website, as of now, I really can't say. It's very up in the air. Yeah, it's either going to be completely built back up from the dirt or just going to let that ride out and we'll just take stuff from it. And then uh, I don't know if you, if you don't. If you don't renew your subscription, I think the site, it's not like it's deleted. It just reverts to like a the free version WordPress site. Uh. And since we don't have any media on there now, I don't think that would be a, I think maybe it would just be like a blog. Uh. And I was also telling you, maybe we just come back as a, just a low-end literary blog of just our work. Yeah. This also has made me think, because I, I've been toying with this idea for a year or two now. And again, the website's almost become a crutch where it's like I haven't been submitting to a lot of magazines. I only submit like a handful times a year because I'm just like, I just go on the website. Yeah. That's my always thought. It's like, well, if I don't get this one magazine, instead of submitting to 10 other ones, I'll just put it on the website. That's what I've always done. And it's like mm. probably shooting myself in the foot there. And then I'm just like, but to- like I said, I've been toying with the idea of starting an actual 
Caleb James author's website. Yeah. I got my own author's website and I've been looking up stuff on that to like see what would be a good author's website and like, you know, you have your own little blog and then I could just do that very, like a lot, not as fancy as the DPW yeah. one was, like just more minimal and it would be okay and I could just like post stuff on there and maybe yeah, We were talking about uh, like the very bare bones, like there's mm-hmm. the... The nitty gritty. Yeah, but the writing. Yeah. Uh, just just the writing. Again, this is so stupid because all it is is just because of the pictures. Literally, the writing, everything was above board, you know? Yeah. We never took anybody's writing or anything. Nothing that was... Because uh, we did have classic literature stuff on there, but that was all fucking fair use because yeah. it's all in the public domain. But anyway, uh, regardless of what goes with the site, uh, we planned on keeping the podcast going, but then I thought, well, maybe... Because the podcast, I think they're oh, that subscription or you know that has to renew in like February, so that gives something us about like, like four yeah. months or something, five months, whatever it is. So I was thinking maybe that's a good time for us to just because we always talk about it, like, you know it'd be nice to be able to have a podcast where we can hit other topics, yeah. you know, a, a wider array of topics besides just book and lit books and literature. So I suggested to you maybe we should finally do that. And then just let the DPW podcast, when the renewal's up, just let that fade off and, you know, ride off into the sunset. So we had a very good run here. The podcast has been all over the place with different episodes yeah. and shit, too. Because, it's not, like I said, it's very hard to come up with topics for the same thing. I would say that the podcast would just basically just would, if we go that route, it would basically just kind of change in name, but in spirit very much be the same. Because I'm sure, like, a lot of, like, there's free range Epi- you know, format will also circle back to a lot of books and oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like sure. that's probably going to be, it's probably just going to be like, it's going to be all the same stuff that we do normally because like, we probably still do book reviews mm. or, you know, book of the months and stuff like that because we like, I like doing that. So I like yeah. that stuff. I, I like when we, uh, well, here's one problem we have, which limits our audience is on the categories. I think we're under arts slash books mm. because that's what we are. It's like a writing podcast, maybe writing if writing's a, whatever the categories, either books, writing or reading, whatever one of those should try to get into art. Well, here's the thing. Well, it's the art's the uh, main category, so you're under that too. If you look on there, there's a lot of the same kind of websites. We're all competing with them. But if we broaden our horizons, then we go under the um, society and culture mm. banner. Because if anybody's listening to DPW at all, yeah. well, I was looking, and it's just like most of the like the I don't know if the the two two guys one cave podcast is on there, but like things because they're a comedy one too, and they're under comedy as well. But I feel like a lot of those also are lumped under the society. No, I just look. Uh, this is just on the like the Podbean. I don't know how they have the categories on like iTunes and shit. It's, yeah, it probably varies a little bit from each platform to each platform. I'd imagine. Yeah, because like how we talked too about you know, well, if we ever start a new podcast or create a new website or something, it's like that just add that doubles our how much we're going to have to spend. F- yeah, a year. yeah. But if we just let these run out, it would just be switching over. Yeah. So it would be the exact same for us, you know, money-wise. Well, not even for you. You'd be making up because if I just did my own writer's website, unless you wanted me to help you do your own yeah. writer website, uh, you wouldn't have to. It would just be me spending yeah. that on that. Cause, so, the, like, the categories. Though it, it does suck, though, to put that, like, especially by the time this runs out, like, almost, like, 300 episodes to never be, like, seen or heard from again. Yeah. Well, here's also, because I, I mentioned this when I was texting you about this stuff. One problem that we have, and I, I, I could just tell from, like, the downloads we get, people might check out a newer episode 
if they, the in the title's interesting, but unless they're a you know a long time listener, if they just go back to the beginning when the fucking first ten fifteen episodes sounded like shit, oh yeah, and they were just kind of garbage. Even because I put a disclaimer at the very first episode, we didn't know what we were doing back then. Yeah, we had helicopters flying around, <laughs> all kinds of shit. It was bad. Uh, it was very fucking gritty. But I know just from experience, there's some podcasts where I li- I go to listen to them, and the first like handful of episodes just they sound very shitty. And I'm the kind of guy I like to listen in to order the for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the the progress. But if it's like a podcast kind of like ours where there's a lot of inside jokes like that we use every episode, like your stupid names or mm-hmm. something, it's just like I sometimes I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like this podcast doesn't sound very good. I'm not going to check out the rest. I think that happens to us. But if we start a new podcast yeah. with our current equipment and knowing what we're doing at least sounds decent, I think we can get people to actually stick around from the beginning to wherever we go. And, um, do you think, could we ever take, like, uh, any, like, the, the, like, you know, if we do go that route and, like, some of the Drunken Pen, uh, episodes, like, we post them on the new podcast? Just so, like, cause, like, like, I think, like, we know we've had some, like, I think we've had some, like, good, like, interviews. Mm. And, like I said, like, like, the book of the month, you know, talks and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Well, I have every MP3 saved, so I could upload any podcast to, you know, to another one if we wanted to. would be like, hey, DPW special. Yeah. Because uh, I don't want to let DPW completely die. Though I thought about, like, well, if, we, you know, the podcast is done. Well, before I even get to that, because uh, I also mentioned to you, like, because your, your worry was, well, what about our listeners we built up over these years and stuff? Well, if we, from the DPW, like Twitter and our social media and stuff, and on this podcast, promote the new one before yeah. it comes out, record episodes for the new one, have everything planned out, before it comes out, we could be like you transition know, people. You know what we should try to do? We should try to come up with something that we still have the same initials, but it's something, you know, it's not Doug <laughs> pen writing, but, you know, it's something else. So it, it's kind of like the same, but it's different. <laughs> same fucking initials. <laughs> That's so lazy. <laughs> oh, man. Or is it good marketing? Yeah, I guess. Fuck, what was I going to say? <laughs> I was trying to think of fucking names for that. Like, <laughs> that acronym would be awful. <laughs> DP just that's already <laughs> yeah, a right. losing bet there. Might get us more views, though. Possibly. But you uh, you were talking about... Um, oh, difference for the this is more of a selfish plan. Okay. So once DPW is officially dead in the water. Yeah. We've retired. Just, retired. Just held its head under the water until yeah. the bubbles stopped. Once we don't need any kind of promotion from it and the accounts. I think I'm going to, if I can, because I don't know if you can actually do this. But because I think you change the handle and I can change the email. So maybe I could repurpose the DPW Twitter to my author's Twitter to go oh, to my yeah. website. And then I could just steal all oh, those followers yeah, that I have, which go. is only a couple, like, what, fucking 1600 or something. But it's hard to build followers on right. that. And especially from scratch, I want to do that. And so if I was to use Twitter on that account, I, I would do it that way. And, uh, you know, then I just, that, like, lazy guy way. But that's kind of what we've been talking about here. And, like, I feel really bad for all the people that were super excited about the Halloween thing. Right. Because right? there were some people that were really excited, and then I had to, like, fucking pull. Like, literally, one just person. Of, yeah, just pulled around. Well, one person I, I told that very morning that they, you know, were going to publish your work, and they were real excited, and they just got back to me with, like, you know, some of the information. And then I had to be, like, later I made the post, and I was like, sorry. I had to email them, like, well, yeah, that ain't happening. And they're like, God damn it, I'm never going to publish. Mm. Uh, so that sucks. 
But it is what it is, and I'd rather not get sued or have to pay lots of money for right. shitty pitchers that we use. Yeah, it would be like one thing if it was like a good pitcher. Yeah, but, well, like I said, if at least somebody's like cool art or something we stole, but... And, like, I don't even know how many of those early articles and stuff we did. Because, like, a lot of, me- like I said, memes. Like, I know I've used meme pictures yeah. that I just found that were funny that related to the article or something. Because that's, like, the only main unlicensed things I use for the most part on the site was, like, you know, memes or just, like, some funny pictures that had, like, if you look it up, it's just, like, a million of them. Mm. Again, that's probably how I came upon that one picture. It was, like, on Pinterest and used everywhere. And I just assumed that it was a fair use generic picture because that's what it looks like yeah right uh, it doesn't have because no matter what i could not find a fucking license for because there isn't one it's just from the stupid flicker profile and that's it it's like really it's just like ah so yeah, that's how you're gonna get your money so should i leave? i'm gonna give that photographer's name and address yes, so yes. everyone can no i won't do that if we had such, such information yeah so what are your plans here spencer i don't you don't know no um Though I still think the anthology could come out as a DPW imprint. Like I said, we could make yeah. that our last hurrah. And, and if we wanted, we could always do that in the future, too. Just like right. a DB. It's like the collective doesn't, just because there's no website, doesn't mean the DPW has to die. Right. Uh, it's just like, like you like you were saying, it's not that we necessarily outgrew it, but we definitely kind of been neglectful of it. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't really made it any kind of priority in our writing because now we're kind of focused on our bigger things. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like the, that, the website and us building up DPW and all that stuff kind of served its purpose. Like, mm-hmm. Helped our learn, you know, improve our writing, how to submit things. We learned a lot of shit. Right. Uh, and then the same thing with the podcast. We just transitioned to the podcast, which kind of took over for the website, honestly, mm-hmm. of us just talking about writing and learning and improving. And I don't know. I've had a lot of fun over the years, but I have been over since like at least a year now. I've been really itching for some kind of change. And I just haven't been able to fit because I like. One's the big ones, like I, my job. It's like I just I think I want a new job, oh. but I know I won't be happy in another job right. because it's not the job itself. It's just that I'm not doing what I want to do mm-hmm. in life, and unless I'm writing or become a novelist or something like in the creative field, I'm never gonna be happy right. at a, any job. I just like what the fuck am I gonna do? And I've been writing this novel and it's been going good, but then at the same time, like. Even just having like the because now I have all this time since I don't have to you know go over all these submissions and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck do I do with myself? Yeah, because I'm so used to like at the very minimum I have to edit the podcast and do some posts yeah. for the I would site. Say, well, like normally this is a very busy time of the year for you. I'm usually hammered, like I said, I had so many submissions going in. I was like, holy fuck! But now they're all gone. So I don't know the future. I like to look at it with optimism and say oh. big things will happen for us. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, well, like we said, we still have a decent amount of time on both things before anything runs out. Um, well, the main bonus here too, the situation, if you want to look at the cup half full, is that even though we're essentially losing something we built all this time, and then even if we give up the podcast. We've never hit such big numbers on anything other than your one stupid million views article that would have probably got us in trouble for copyright infringement. You would think if anything, a lot of superhero stuff on it, and anything you think that would have been like you think Disney, you think Disney would have been on that Disney or DC or whoever. Uh, Anyway, uh, the one bonus of all this though is that since it wasn't like we were so popular and out in the ether that it'd be like, you know, the Paris Review going under or something. It wouldn't be like the Atlantic or some major publication going under. It's not like, you know, the fucking 
stupid Joe Rogan podcast just tanked. It's not like something that it feels like you can't recover from because it's essentially, I like to look at it as this was just kind of the first five rungs on a ladder that we've climbed and now we're finally getting a little high in the air and looking around and we're yeah. like, you know what? I think we got to keep going and maybe it's time to, to, maybe we need a bigger ladder, you know? And, and like you said, we are, you know, and then we have the time. So hopefully, you know, as we, as we figure out more of the direction that we'll, we'll go in, you guys would definitely know. Yeah. So if we do go that completely different thing, you know where to find us. You know mm-hmm. we're not gonna be that difficult. You know to 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 get to if you want to. You know continue listening to right. us for and some reason. Though with the new podcast, I would like to be more strict with the topics we are covering, and maybe we don't need to release an episode every week. We can still record if we have the time to do every week, but maybe not have to like actually like prepare the episode better versus just you know how we kind of wing a lot of things or we look we, up something. Are we gonna become one of those uh, podcasts that you see on see on the Instagram rolls where they're just like it's all video and it's just they're sitting in chairs. I thought about that too. I was like, well, if we do a new podcast, should we get video? But then is that podcast gonna be unedited? You're right. How dumb are we gonna sound? I don't know. That's how dumb are we gonna look? We do got this fancy studio. We never fucking have anybody see, so maybe. But like, have you noticed that a lot with like podcasts? At least you know, like when you see the clips of podcasts, like on the Instagrams and stuff like that. It's like there's nobody's like at the table anymore. Yeah, they're always like in like a studio area yeah. with like chairs, and they got their own mics in front of you. And, I like, think a you lot know? of people now rent out like podcast. Like if you're in LA and stuff, they have like literal. They also have YouTube buildings where it's just like you can go rent out a set or you can rent out a podcast studio. Yeah. You know, which is kind of cool, but. It's easier than buying all your own shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to bring this up, too. Another option, especially if we, you know, go the video route and stuff. I like, I noticed Ash from the Ear Read This podcast. Like, we've been buddies with him for a while. He's posted a lot less frequently on the podcast, podcast but, but he posts all the time on YouTube yeah. now. And, he does, and I'm wondering, is like, maybe he just it's just easier and he's just getting a lot more because even like that hardcore hit uh literature podcast i listened to that uh benjamin mcavoy guy he looked like he had like a lot of episodes for a while then i got cut up and now he hasn't posted one in two months and he's like doesn't post podcasts very frequently but he posts a bunch of youtube videos Mm. so i'm like it seems like that's where the money is so if we could just do like youtube video podcast and then just also i we could edit that as like a podcast itself, that'd be a cleaner version of the podcast, but the video version would just be all stupid, and you know. Yeah. So we could do like a video, so say podcast, just like more of an extended YouTube version, and that's more equipment. Yeah. <laughs> that's more learning. Well, yeah, and that's kind of how we're going to set that up. Yeah, because at the very least, you want like the, the two for the cutaway, or we could just do the both of us, yeah. but then we're we going to be looking like this. Yeah. That's, that's I don't. Weird. I don't know. Uh, maybe just have an overhead drone. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Mindy can, can fly it from the living room. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, at the fucking beginning of the week when this shit happened, uh, I was very bummed. I was like, yeah, you know, and like, it, it fucking came in like a real, like. Out of nowhere. It was literally the last minute I was at work. Right oh, before I walked out the door, I looked at it, and I didn't even, I think I just saw it, and I saw the the money, and I was like, All right. I was like, oh, please be a scam. Please be a scam. And then I got home, and I researched, because I researched the fuck out of the company to make sure they're legit, and I was like, God Damn it! Like, really? Fuck! It's so stupid. Fucking world sucks. Well, that's like, um, you know, like I was, I was just gonna say, like, 
You know, I just like uh, I, I told you the other day, I recently just finished the first draft of of a new story that I'm working on. And like the day before you told me about this, so it's like, oh, yeah, I finished the first draft, but we got to uh, gotta give money away now and everything is gone now. <laughs> Your life's work is gone. Ah, uh, fucking bullshit. Well, it could be worse. At least we actually have the post and stuff. Like, yeah. It's not like it's not like some weird hacker got it into the web, which is another fear always has like a hacker get in the website and just mm. delete everything or make it porn or something. So I don't know. Ashley, he seemed he was uh he was irate for a minute and then he just seemed uh apparently he's like recording audiobooks for people now or something. Oh yeah. Like, well about time fucker with your golden voice. I like, mean, yeah, right. And post it like cause like I said, like I would read things with him just doing his uh Nigel Thorman. <laughs> yeah. Or his Alex Jones. <laughs> right. Or, yeah, so we'll have to plan with him too about the podcast because and he said since he's doing like the audiobook stuff, he's gotta get like better equipment. Mm-hmm. So And then just walking around on his phone. Yeah. So Maybe we get the new podcast up. He could either be a permanent member or just like he is now, just more, jumps on. But maybe at more, more of a frequent. Yeah, because that was another thing I was wondering about when you was telling me about this. I was like, you know, like ah, oh, fuck, that sucks for Ashley too, because like he's like the other main, you know, besides you and me, he's like the other main, yeah, the other main guy, and like he's had like a lot of work on the website and and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, and like especially like too, because he had like the drunken book reviews that were really good, and like well, I definitely had to delete those. Like you can't fucking because you know again we use covers and the art from the books, and I was like, eh. and you know not all of his book reviews were favorable. Some of right. his book is shit. So it's like I can see somebody coming up. Well, he thinks my book is shit. Well, he used my book cover for his stupid featured image. Mm-hmm. So fuck him. I'm suing. Because I know he ain't got no license for that. Right. I did find out, though, because I was looking this up and I was thinking of the anthology title, um, which I'm thinking of Bottom of the Bottle at Drunken Pen Anthology. Bottle or Barrel? Bottle. Okay. Bottom of the Bottle, like, you know. But I was looking, I looked up the title, and I found out you cannot copyright a title, so you can have 10 books called The Shining. Well, I mean, well, like, how many times is there, like, a song and a movie and mm-hmm. a TV show has the same title? Like, like, you know, yeah, it's very hard. Like, it would be very hard to copyright a title, I would think. The copyright laws are so weird, and, like, this big companies like Disney and shit are making it so hard, too, now. Like, I honestly am so surprised, and I know we talked about this in the past, how the vendors at conventions that sell prints, yeah. how they have not been fucking busted yet. Oh, yeah. So I selling mean, prints are just other people's art. Well, I think that's very, like, I think that's a lot of, like, companies will, like, the heat that we will get if we try yeah, to, like. Come down, yeah. Yeah, you, like, you know what I mean? And just, well, like, the bad, like, because it, it would look very bad on their part to do something like that. Well, also, just looking up the, the copyright stuff, I don't know how all these millions of views, big-time reviewers for, like, TV shows and stuff on YouTube use the images because i know you have to you could change it a certain way or if you show video clips you could do it a certain way and i know there's promotional stuff that you're allowed to use but like i've seen some stuff like you that one dragon ball guy that got shut down from, yeah uh, uh what was it um totally not mark was his yeah name, but he got but uh from toei yeah they shut him down and i don't know did he ever come back yeah he's back and like he was able to yeah, like a lot of his videos back where you had to do like slight editings and stuff like that. But yeah, it's well, a- here's a good like I follow this one guy, he does like cinema breakdowns. And obviously, if you're doing like you know Stanley Kubrick's work or something, like 
Uh, he's shown clips from it, yeah, images, steals, like yeah. it's, like, but it's all copyrighted images, and I know the guy's not getting permission from Dead Stanley Kubrick or right. his estate to do that. What's to stop somebody from suing you? I guess the way YouTube is, you just get the copyright strikes because there's just so much of it. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, what if that guy had his own personal website and then he used it? But then, like, you have the parody laws, which are very weird, but, like, I'll follow the angry video game nerd. You know, he's playing all these fucking video games. He's showing clips of the play. Well, any, like, Twitch streamers and stuff, they can show them playing the video games. That's fine. Like, I just, I don't know where the fucking lines are drawn. Like, I'm just so paranoid about it now, and I just, I don't like it. I I just don't like it. You got to fucking get the man when he's down. But I feel like it's probably just, like, these fucking low-end grifters that would really try to get you for it. Big companies, like I said, probably just, even most people just be like, yeah, just take it down or credit me, you know. Because obviously that picture on the fucking website wasn't hurting anybody. We weren't making money off of it. It wasn't saying anything bad about the picture or the photographer or even the... It was literally like an educational post. Like, oh, here's a cool bookstore. And the picture went along with it. And you're just like, you're going to have a problem. Like, you could have just been like, hey, can you take that down? Sure. Sorry. Fuck, I'll delete the whole article. I don't care. Like, it would no problem. But no, just immediately go to legal action. Because you want to get your fucking money. And I just get mad. And then you disappointed a bunch of people. It's all bollocks. All bollocks. Uh, So anyway, folks, we thank you for listening. Uh, If you want to pay our legal fees, you could do that. (laughs) Right. Then we'll post whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Yeah. You guys want to get a Patreon together or what's the other one? Not crowdfunding, but it Uh, is crowdfunding. Indiegogo. Indiegogo or one of those. GoFundMe. GoFundMe. Yeah, GoFundMe is what I was thinking of. Uh, if you want to give us money on GoFundMe, to go like, fight the man. Yeah. So the higher the money you have, the more legal shit we'll be yeah. fucking steal to put on the site. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, yeah. You want a Conan fucking book? We'll just post all modern Conan images. Fuck it. Talk about Conan. Whatever, man. So anyway, um, if you want to check out our work, you can't. Yeah. Not anymore, because there is no drunkenpenwriting.com as of now. Uh, you can still follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Drunken Pen writing on Instagram and Facebook. The Twitter is Drunk Pen Writing. Spencer's OnlyFans, which he does not get copyright infringement no. for, even though he's the Serengeti Squirrel Sniffer Church, yeah. which is weird. And the podcast will still be showing up in your feeds, like wherever you get your podcast from. Unless our listener base just severely tanks because yeah. they all turned out to come from the website. And then oh. fuck it. I we might get started on that new podcast a little bit early. Well, we immediately got 20 downloads for the last episode, like right off the bat. So at least whatever subscribers or I don't know what the fuck they're on. Because uh, it doesn't say on Podbean. I think we only got like one or two followers on Podbean. But they don't like because I know me and you and a bunch of other people are subscribed to it. Yeah. So why don't why it doesn't show that? I don't know. Maybe because it, it's not through the Podbean app. But anyway, um, actually, I think their following's different. It follows the web page because mm. technically you have a website still. It's the Podbean website, which is what I'm going to share the podcast from now from now on. What the fuck was I saying? Yeah, uh, intro, intro or outro, outro. Yeah, my OnlyFans. Oh, your your stinky dirty OnlyFans. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, so if you folks want to uh, say goodbye to the drug pen writing, no, I was talking about the fucking downloads. Oh yeah, <laughs> stupid ass. Um. Yeah, so we had like at least some, at least that is uh, good for the initial downloads. I have to look at the numbers to see what our like weekly or whatever our total comes out to be. And then I could be like, okay, this many we lost from the website or this many is still active or whatever. I don't know because we do have email followers too. So, but they're not getting posts now because there's no website. So, anyway, we're sad and uh, we'll talk to you next week. (laughs) 